Welcome, welcome, welcome to another scintillating, titillating, exciting episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast where me, Jason, and me, Jennifer, have a few drinks and talk shit about our kids. Ooh, and we got lots of shit to talk about, Mom. Yay! So what are we drinking today, baby? We are drinking 19 Crimes Cali Red with Snoop Dogg's face on it. Snoop Dogg, we love you, Snoop. Yeah, it's like 14.1% alcohol, so what, what? Alcohol, yay! So what, um, sniff it in the microphone real quick. I'm getting notes of, floral notes of, no, what is it? Notes of floral and nut in my butt? In your butt. <laughs> I stole that from uh, Trixie Mattel. Sorry. Thanks, Trixie. Um, my favorite, whenever I went to a wine tasting, my favorite note that someone smelled was a cut rubber hose. <laughs> and I looked at them like, what the fuck? Okay. Or barnyard. That was a common one where it smelled like a barnyard. I think that just means shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was Horse their manure. nice way of saying it. It tasted good. Yep. Smelled like ass. Tasted good. <laughs> Just like my booty. Um, yeah, I must say, I'm not a huge... I, I I prefer a... Most of the time I prefer a... Like a a, a grape, or specific, like a Pinot Noir or a Pinot Grigio or something like that. The red blends can tend to be a bit sweet for me. Yeah. You know, as a, older I get, the less sweetness I can tolerate. And it's like... And the less sweet you are too, yeah, so you know. Bitter and bitter, more bitter. More bitter. Um, so yeah... It's not bad. It's it's a little on the bland side, I would say though. It's not doesn't like I'm not picking out any like characteristic anything. It could also be the like whiskey. You just had whiskey. Yeah, we just had a bunch of whiskey. So uh, for a little bit of behind the scenes movie magic, uh, Jennifer and I usually record a couple episodes at a time, and this is our second one for the day. So we're loaded up. Well, I'm loaded up on some good whiskey, and um, yeah, we're having a good old time. Yeah. So I I did. Have, has Zane ever showed you the um, the augmented reality app that you can do with the 19 crimes. Yes. It is really cool. We didn't see it on Snoop Dogg's. Yes, we did. Did we? I thought it was on another one that we saw it on. Oh, no. We, it was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> As Zane just like gets right in Jennifer's face to say that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> he likes to come up from behind and not in a good way and scare the shit out of me sometimes. Oh, yeah. So, but we have yeah. a love-hate relationship. I love to hate him. <laughs> but yeah, he it's knows a- I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Somewhat. <sighs> so if uh, any of our listeners, if any of our three listeners out there have any good wine recommendations that aren't super expensive, just shoot us a, a DM or slide into our DMs Ooh. and let us know if you have any good wine recommendations. I I don't know if we're big enough alcoholics to do it, but I would love to do a wine subscription now that. Alabama allows that kind of thing. I mean, if you'll pay for it, I'll drink it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yep. Well, I mean, they're you know. kind of expensive. This... There are. There are. There are. They are. <laughs> there are. They are. Yes. Um, I would really, really like to have for Christmas that um, not wine, but the Advent calendar with the whiskeys. Oh. I know it's wicked expensive, but that would be so much fun. Oh, I thought you were talking about the wine Advent calendar from Costco. Do you remember seeing that? Yeah, last year? but I remember there was one for for whiskey too. Oh, I didn't remember and you that. know, I'm more of whiskey than than wine but uh but yeah um i well hell i do both two a day hell yeah bring it on you're an equal opportunity drunk i don't want to pay for it so that's the thing so hopefully oh man this is early days of our podcast i hope we can i think i think we'll i see no problem us keep doing this just because we're having so much fun doing it oh yeah 
Um, I don't know if we'll ever get any sponsorships. I hope we do. That would be that would be awesome. Uh, lovely, and uh, I know there are. I uh, there's one with the two comedians I like to listen to. It's Two Bears One Cave with uh, Tom Segura and Bert. I can't say, pronounce his last name. K something. He's the comedian that always takes his shirt off. Honestly, okay. I don't know, baby. Okay, yeah, he's not. I mean, black. I thought you, you were going is. somewhere weird with two bears, one cave. That just sounded like a porn or something. Well, I have seen that video too. I mean, you know. But they have a sponsorship with Bud Light. Ew. But I'm just saying, if there's if Bud Light's giving out sponsorships for their podcast, right. I'm like, hey, um, wine subscription service. We would love a sponsorship too. Hell yeah. We will happily drink your wine. That's right. Fuck yeah. Um. So. What are your thoughts on this wine? Do you like it? I do. Um, it's like you said. It's kind of. It's not really bow in your face. Love it. You know. It has a. It has a merlot taste to me. I don't know why, but it's. it's you it's don't. Not, you do, it's not dry. You don't think? I, mm-hmm. I thought so. Maybe it was whiskey. We'll just put it on that. Yeah. But um, I I like it. It's not my favorite, so I don't ever have to drink it again. Yeah. I love me some Snoop Dogg, so you know. Oh, that yeah. that made. Maybe made us buy it. Maybe buy it. I don't remember. I don't remember how we bought it. I think I bought it at Kroger because Snoop Dogg was on the picture, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and we we're, ha- we're always looking for something new anyways. Yeah. So, you know, why yeah, not? Despite the podcast, we've always been alcoholics. Yeah. But, but I mean, and you know the whole uh, people on pictures and you just buy shit because it's them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ad- that advertising right there. It really works because <laughs> I've bought some shit that I probably shouldn't have. and Yeah. It just because someone's pictures on it, or someone says this is good, let me go try it. This is true. Um, oh, I think our children have returned with oh, my daughter. They have uh, been gone for a long time. They have been gone. We so we uh, Jennifer and I recorded an episode for about an hour, and then we visited with our guest for a bit, and uh, we asked my daughter to take my granddaughter and Kale- uh, Jennifer's son Wesley out for a while. And I had told them, I was like, hey, could you just chill out with him for about an hour? And Jennifer's like, no, no, just let him come home. We'll just edit it out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But they have been gone for over an hour and a half. Like an hour and a Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, thank you, Kiki. Yeah, thank (laughs) you. you. If you ever listen to this, thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this this is probably not one I'll ever drink again. Um, It's not bad. I've had bad wines. This is not a bad wine. No, it's drinkable. Yeah. This is like a third or fourth bottle of wine in the night. Yeah. This is not one you start with. Yeah. This is one you finish with. Yeah. This is the one where you don't give a fuck what you drink anymore after. Yeah. Well, that's you, but you know, no, after true. like the first bottle. <clears throat> Are you saying I'm a lightweight? Yes. Jennifer. Frank. I, and I mean, I'm not not ashamed to say it because you is. That's true. I say it myself all the damn time. You do. Oh. Which is, you're a cheap drunk. This is true. I am not, and it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm cheap in general. Well, that's true. I'm a cheap slut. I'm a cheap drunk. I'm um, not any of that. Nope. Nope. You're expensive. I am. <laughs> well, how has your week been, my love? It's been good. Ish. Ish. Are you still having long-term COVID problems? Yes. Got another MRI this week. What, what? Ooh, I know. I got to take you to it. I know. You got a Valium. Didn't do shit for you. <sighs> I swear I don't understand what's wrong with my body and medicines just don't work for me right. I don't know. It's so funny because you are like, you, your liver is the toughest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like you could drink a bottle of whiskey by yourself and wouldn't act drunk. I would be on the floor vomiting if I did that. <laughs> and like pills, like if I was given a Valium, I'd be snoozing. I'd be like, hey doctor, here's my MRI. Where'd I go? I would be so fast asleep. I remember I snuck a value for my aunt when she was like when I was in my twenties, 
Love you. Love you, Aunt Nelda. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Mom, if you're listening to this, sorry. Um, yeah. It, I, it was just made me want to go to sleep. Yeah. All it ever does. So yeah. I'm just amazed at your liver. I wish it would have made me go to sleep because that, that machine just makes the weirdest fucking noises. And it, it had my, like my forehead out of the machine this time. So it wasn't completely under, but all I could see was ceiling and then the machine and it looked like a camera. And then I just kept thinking, they're looking at me. They're watching me. And then I started getting watching a little paranoid and then all the knocking. And so I started making up my own songs. <laughs> I have a very active imagination. And at one point, the knocking kind of sounded like, fuck, 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 fuck. So it's like a techno song with some cussing. I was like, okay, we'll just make remix this shit. I don't know. I don't know why I do what I do, but I do. <laughs> we all wondered here. Yeah, I know. I don't know why y'all keep me around sometimes. you're fun, and you're always the designated driver. That's true. I am. <laughs> my drunk ass. Oh, but yeah, so we had a death in our family this week. Oh, so my uh, first adult, as an adult, my first animal that I got was a cat. Oh, that's not the death I was talking about. Oh, well. Yeah, you don't listen. We won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not talking about the other one because this one pertains to my son yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way. Um, so, Anastasia Beaverhausen, who is named after a character from Will and Grace. Anastasia Beaverhausen. Yeah. So, yeah. she was Anna Banana for short because, you know, that just was cute. Anna Banana. And uh, I want to say, she's between 15 and 20 years old. I can't remember when I got her because my memory sucks. And I tried asking some people and we can't pinpoint exactly but she was old you got her when you worked at the bank though didn't you i want to say yes so 15 to 20 years is that period because i've been at at my current job for 15 15, so so she passed away and i knew it was coming like i've known it was coming for a couple months now she was just kind of slowly getting more and more um lethargic i mean she still ate she still ran around but you see she was sleeping more so you kind of you know feel that thing she wasn't cleaning herself she's a long hair yeah. she was a long hair cat and she was matting up bad yeah so herself. i had her shaved which was funny um but also Pathetic. sad because yeah. you thought she was a fat ass cat like i was you're fat when she got shaved it was like fuck you're skinny and then the short hair is fatter than the long haired one mm-hmm. was but uh so i knew it was really really coming because she didn't eat she wasn't drinking she was just laying there so i put her in a and uh, well, I had made a cardboard box with a with a hole cut out because she was wanting the dark. So I put her in the box, put a towel around, like I kind of put her, put a blanket on her in a way with a towel. And as we were leaving, I was like, Wesley, tell Anna bye. Bye, Anna. Love you. Don't die. We leave. And then, you know, I come back and she's dead. So I have to, I have the MRI the same day. So I'm trying to dig a hole. Bury the cat. Oh, that was that day? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, like, get my son from daycare all at the same day. I, I, oh, it was rough. Alabama heat sucks. I was drenched in sweat. I am not a laborer. I don't do much with my hands or physical lover. activities. So digging a hole was not fun. And there was tree roots and there was... I was like, what the fuck is going? Why? Stop. And I was, like, trying to step on the shovel. <laughs> it was, like... A lot. And you and couldn't was, bury in the backyard because you have two... Well, dogs. you have a big dog and a little dog that's very hyper. Yes. And so I could just picture them digging Anna and out to the eat ground. Her. Yeah, I just... Mm-hmm. No, can't do it. So I had to tell Wesley when I picked him up from daycare, I brought him home. And then I was like, I got him inside the house because I was like, well, maybe I'll tell him in the car. 
And I was like, well, no, let me not do that. So I got him into the house. And I'm like, hey, come here. I got to tell you something. I was like, well, Anna passed away today. And I mean, he put like the death grip on me. Like he hugged me so tight, was squeezing the shit out of my waist. And then you could hear and feel him crying on my stomach. And I'm not a big crier. Like I'm not a very emotional person at all. Or at least I don't show him. And like him crying got me crying. I was like, oh my God, stop because I'm crying. Like, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll we'll talk to Jason. We'll try to make a cross for Anna and put her name on it. Like, I was just trying to make him feel any way that I could to make him feel better. And he's just hugging me. He's like, that sounds good, Mom. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, go play with your tablet now. (laughs) You know, anything to stop this emotional thing. Too much emotion, too much emotion. Too too much. I might overload. Um, But, yeah, so I – well, I didn't really – tablet i you know talked with him and was like how are you feeling and it's okay to cry like i'm trying to raise him he is a african-american boy and i don't want him to have that stigma of you know real men don't cry i don't want that at all so even though mama really doesn't cry i want you to cry let your feelings out you know do what you gotta do don't think you have to hide them like mama does because i was told many times as a young one you don't show emotion so that's kind of where mine came from so i don't want him to ever feel like he can't show his emotions to mama because that's just not good. Well, I was about to say, I've told him in the past, I'm like, if you really want to make mom cry, make her mad. (laughs) Well, that is very true. German Irish, I turn red. Well, if I turn red, run. If you see your tears, like, get the fuck out. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to die. You're about to get hurt. I've I've many times gotten to the point, not with him yet. No, 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 no. no. um, Where I've gotten so mad that I read, turn red, and then tears come. There's no emotion. It's just blank face, I turn red, and tears come out, and then I lash. And mm-hmm. that's when you need to run. Mm-hmm. It's only happened maybe two or three times in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, that time you punched Zane. So. He deserved it, though. I mean, for real. I mean. Although, you almost got me one time. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get you mad, but I shocked you one time. Well, yeah, but that wasn't a red and cry thing. I know, thing. I know, I know, I know. But that was a fun one. I loved telling that story. I almost really did hit you. I, I mean, you I would have deserved you it. You were really close to getting knocked the fuck totally... out. I mean, for real. If so, you want to tell the story, go oh, ahead. I love that story. So Jennifer and I were up in Nashville. Was Jennifer, Zane, and I and a couple of our friends were in Nashville. And we were at Play, which is the big gate, the one of the bigger... I think it's the biggest gay bar in town. But they have like a, a one side of the club is a dance floor. And the other half is where they do the drag shows. And we were on the drag show side and it was packed. Loud as fuck. Loud as fuck. I don't remember who was on. Um, but I was like, hey, Jennifer. And I leaned over close to her and I licked her in the air. And oh, oh my gosh. She, oh, she reared up like she was going to hit me. And I was just cackling. So I love bringing that story up. I, if you had hit me, I would have been like, I just, I, I'll take that one. I, I deserved I, it. I was very, very close. <laughs> like like you said, I reared back and then I told myself, <laughs> no, but then I told you never fuck do that yeah. again. Like never, yeah. ever. And I have, it. I have I will, it. I will hurt you. You are a big man, but this little girl will try to get you for real. Like, you know. But that was the same trick when the when the the guy we were walking back to the hotel after dinner, wasn't it? And the guy no, walked, it was after the club. Was it after the club? Uh-huh, Cause Cause it, I thought it was like midday. No, it was nighttime. It was nighttime. Okay. Yeah, because it was like the f- it was four gay men and me walking down the street. That's a normal story for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this random dude comes up between two like the two sets of gay men's, puts his arms around them, like, "Hey guys, let's go to another club." 
and we're we're nowhere near the gay bars. No. Like no. we're probably like five or six blocks off, and we're we're pretty close to the hotel. Yep. And uh, he's like, "Oh, let's find some chicks." And I was like, I looked and I was like, "Unless those chicks got a dick, I don't think any of us are interested." His jaw hit the floor. He was that not expecting that was response. Hilarious. And I hear Jennifer cackling behind me. So yeah, motherfucker like, stopped, mm-hmm. and turned, and briskly walked, <laughs> walked away. away. He didn't know what to do. Like the look of shock on his face was just the best. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Too bad because he was cute. Anyway, I think you, you were drunk. No. What? He wasn't cute. Hey, hey, you know what? I have low standards. I know you do. He still wasn't cute for your low standards. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Don't be a <laughs> Lord. Well, Lord. are you going to ask me how my week was, dear? I, oh, yeah. I don't really care about you. <laughs> I know. I, I had a long ass week. I'm sorry. Baby, how long, How was your week? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> how was my week? It was okay. The... Um, this was the... Yeah, the, this is the week when I got you for your MRI. Mm-hmm. What else happened this week? I think. Well, your oh, daughter that... and your granddaughter are living here for a good period. Yeah. So it's like the first full week of them yeah. being here. Yeah. I didn't have. To, so my daughter just started a new job um, at a warehouse and she's not doing. She hasn't started her full time shift yet. So I'm not doing a like I'm not doing all the daycare yet, but I will be. Um, mm-hmm. But it went OK. I'm still kind of learning. I'm, I'm getting better at figuring out what the cries mean for right. my baby girl. Or my granddaughter. Um, and then I think it was Monday night. Was it Monday night when EJ, my friend, our friend EJ called us? I think it was Monday night, wasn't it? Our friend EJ is sitting in the background. Um, and he told us about his car breaking down. So um, I don't think that involved me. I don't think I had to do anything for that, did I? No. <laughs> but the week, the week prior, though, I or it was two weeks prior, I had, like, Zay and I were splitting duties like taking him to work because his car broke down no his car needed air conditioning service and like all the automotive shops in town are so slow that they held they made him leave his car there for three days before they got to it just to do an ac service and it was was a lot yeah so what else happened this way i feel like there's something else happened oh and uh well that that was last night so last night we're getting ready for bed and Zane goes out to the garage, and um, our son has some baby kids for friends. Um, and there was a Glock and an AK-47 Woo-hoo! on my husband's trunk. And so, yeah, we t- we sent my son a message. I'm like, do not ever bring those over. We don't ever want to see that again. That is ridiculous. Well, yeah. So, I, don't, admit- I mean, why even bring, like... Don't park your car with them in your car at my house. I mean, Seriously. don't do that. That's no, that's fucked up. Well, I have a feeling it was. So my son has this one friend, Drew, and he, my friend, my son has two friends that are drug dealers, pot dealers at least. But his one friend, Drew, is um, a bit of a mess, and I do not care for the kid. I think he's the one that tried to sell Justin an AK forty-seven his first week at Columbia High School. Oh and, shit! Yeah, so he a baby kid. I'm glad Justin didn't have no money to buy it because I could see him having that in the closet and you not knowing about it. Oh, well, he's asked me if I had a gun. He's asked me if I had a you know, pit bull before. And I'm like, yeah, when you move out, mm-hmm. idiot. Ugh. I will say I was I was impressed with him because I actually asked him. I was like, because he's got a few friends that sell pot and other drugs. And I was like, why haven't you done that? I'm like, I'm not encouraging it. I don't want you to do that. Please do not bring that into the house. Right. 
but what what's kept you from it? And he's like, well, they get robbed all the time and they like get shootouts and shit. And like, okay. Well, I'm proud of him for that. I know. Look at him looking, using his head. For once. Right. But I mean, still, that yeah. was good. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. What, I mean, he that? could have been lying to you, but you know. Yeah. He, he'll tell me some whoppers sometimes, but it didn't sound like one. He's because, like, I know he's had the opportunity to sell, like, pot and stuff if he wanted right. to. So. No, he just know. sells his Xbox multiple <sighs> times over and over again. That's another story for yeah. another time. <laughs> That's another story time. Um, yeah, it's been a good week. I'm excited, though. Uh, I've been, you know, well, you know, not our, not our listening audience, that I have been taking a, an improv class, and I finished it two weeks ago. We had a graduation show last week, mm-hmm. and then I signed up for the second level, and it starts tomorrow, so I'm kind of excited about that. Yay! Yay. And I was surprised Zane, actually... Um, I had told him about the level one is going to start up again same day, mm-hmm. uh, different time, and he it was sweet. He, I didn't realize he got stage fright, but he's like, I he's like, I want to do the class, but I don't think I can do the show because I get stage fright. I was like, oh well, you don't have to do the show. Like we had several people that didn't do the show, right? But he's going to do it, so I was proud of him, facing yeah. his fears. Proud of you, baby. Yay! Yeah. Um, we were at Petty's today because we have monthly uh, Petty lunchtime that me and your husband go to. Yes, um, once a month. Because I cannot have my feet touched. Yep, but we can, and we love it. Um, we were talking about it, and I was just like, dude, just loosen up. Don't think about it. Just be there and whatever comes out, comes out. Don't worry about what other people are going to think about what you say because they're doing the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. Just relax and just have fun. That's the main thing. Just have fun. I think he'll do good as long as he gets out of his head. Yeah, I agree. There's when the first class we went to, so I took my little brother to the first, uh, my level one class. From Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah. 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 I don't have a. Anyway, yes, from my, my little, from my little, from little big brothers, big sisters. Um, the, there was two people in our class that were, I was like, oh, y'all are theater kids. Y'all are theater nerds. Cause they were like so extra and their movements were so bold. And I'm like, y'all. Are... That would be me. No, they were no? extra. Oh, okay. Then there was about six or seven of us. No, there's about six of us that were in the middle. Like we were. A little hesitant, but right. we were still like pretty, you know, still do, going for it. Right. Um, and then there was two people that were just wooden. They were just like, I am scared. I am don't like being embarrassed. And they were it was it was painful because I not to watch them. I just felt I could feel the insecure radiating off them. Right. And I was like, oh, just I just want to get right. a hug. Yeah. Um, one of them stuck it out. I was very proud of him. That's good. Um, wouldn't to the end though no. but man he had some good one-liners he would say shit we would just all be cackling but he'd like because he'd sit there and you know improv you you're supposed to just you know off the top of your head yes right. and and he would sit there and think about it but mm. what he would come out with was golden well that's good so at least it was funny the other one was like this 22 year old kid who was very like stuck in his way i just felt sorry for him because it was like he was obviously trying to get out of a shell and it was like good for you for trying right but he and didn't we, get out no because he yeah. quit after that first class and, he oh, wow. and then 200 dollars down the drain Woo. 
I'm like, oh, baby. Yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, you have to go in knowing you're going to make an ass of yourself. Yeah. And be okay with that. Yeah. Like, you're going to be making noises. You're going to be saying stupid shit. You're going to oh, be yeah. making weird gestures and you're moving around up. like a monkey or whatever. And you're going to say some shit that ain't funny because you're still learning. Yeah. But you just have to know, just keep going. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Because eventually you'll get that, you know, yeah. that fun, that one note that's like, oh my God, everyone's going to be laughing their asses off. And you're like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. You know, you just got to work for that. So... And I, I think Zane will have a good time. I, oh yeah. I the only thing I get worried about he'll he'll get stuck in his head. But yeah. I think I think after about the second or third up, uh, class he'll be fine. Because yeah. you you learn to trust the other classmates, yeah. and you realize they're just as nervous as you are. Right. So you'll have you'll make friends. Yeah. Zane is uh, kind of watching us with his arms over his chest. Yeah. But uh, oh, now you moved him. Yeah. <laughs> he'll have a good time. He just needs to take some drugs before he goes, there and then go. he'll be very very good. You want to get to Mama's uh, edibles, honey? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> like in Vegas. Oh God. oh, God. He'll be asleep. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about today, Miss Jennifer? Our topic discussion is child care. Oh, the bane of my existence. Why? I don't know. I just said it. <laughs> I love my child care providers. Yeah, you, so I will. No, you're lucky. I mean, like you realize how fortunate you oh, are. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, when Zane and I first started this whole idea of day, or trying to adopt, it was like, how the fuck are we going to afford the daycare? Because I have one of my good friends from Austin, Lindsay, she was working as a social worker and she said that if she had had three kids in daycare, her entire paycheck would have gone to daycare. Yep. And it's just heartbreaking. I'm like, how is how are you supposed to do anything with right. that kind of bill? Yeah, because it's so, more than your mortgage in some places. Yeah, where it, which is just crazy. Well, I told you about my cousin Kelly. She was um, sh- hopefully she'll be in the second season, but she was uh, doing her medical residency in Manhattan, and she was like, she was telling me that the the yeah the childcare is either A nanny. Well, it was either a nanny, it was a, a ridiculously expensive daycare center. So much. So, yeah, it was like more than what we spent on a mortgage each month. Or it was some undocumented Guatemalan woman who would watch her kids in her hovel. And I was like, surely it's not like that. Because, you know, I didn't have a kid at the time. So I'm right. like, oh, Kelly, you're being so silly. And then I, you know, I started to look when we started the process of adopting, I started looking at daycare. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the good ones in town are probably $700, $800 a kid. Yep. A month. A kid. Yeah. And Maybe I mean, a multiple, you're fucked. Yeah. And the younger you are, yep. or the younger they are, yep. not only are you spending your damn paycheck on daycare, yep. you're bringing home like all their fucking diseases. Oh, yeah. Because especially the, like the high quality ones, they start... Anything starts getting weird. Oh, he, Timmy's got a cough. Send him home. Right. And, you know. Or you have the parents. Oh, my child has a fever, but I got to get to work. So I'm going to take my kid to the daycare anyways. And then they all get sick because of that yeah. parent as well. Yeah. So it's like back and forth. You never know what's going to happen. And that's why I didn't want to adopt a baby baby. Yeah. Because I knew if I had an infant with diapers, fuck. That's like $1,000 right there. If I want a good one where I know that they're actually going to have their diaper changed. So I have a fear of babies that can't talk being in daycare. Yeah. Like, 
you hear one story, and in my active imagination that I have, <laughs> my baby's going to sit in a dirty diaper all day, not get touched, not get no love, no food, and that's it every day. And I can't have that. You're picturing now rushing <gasps> orphanages. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I just, no, that's why I got one that was school age, because at yeah. least I only had to have daycare after school. And then in the summer, that's yeah. it. Well, that's what we did too when we started the adoption process. Like, I don't want to deal with those. Even though we get an adoption subsidy, it would be, like it would barely cover it. Yeah. And yeah. So and I remember. So in Huntsville City Schools, they have an after school program. They had it before pre COVID. Before yeah. everything went to hell, they had a it was called like the after school labs. I think it was. Something like School that. School lab or, or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But it was like $55 a week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not too bad. Because right. like, they stay, they'll bus, at least for Wesley and for Kalia, they would bus them from their school to another school. Uh-huh. And they would stay there till 6.30. Six, I, I think, what was it, 6.30? Something, something like that. that. Like the late, last time was around six ish, yeah. six-ish. Which is good for most parents that work eight to five yeah. or somewhere around there. But I remember we both had a problem with the busing because Wesley would be on the bus from his elementary school to the after school, which is five miles away. Mm, yeah. And it would be an hour. Hour on and the a bus. half. Yeah. Hour and a half on the bus. And, and all the kids bad on the bus. Oh, yeah. And Kalia had the same problem. It was like three miles from her current school to her after school. And I multiple times got reports of uh, kids getting cussed out by bus drivers and Kalia getting slapped or hit from little kids on the bus. And I'm like, motherfucker. The only reason I bus her, now, well, I did last year was because it was a 10-minute drive. Right. So I was like, okay, it won't be as bad. It's not an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, hell, I can't even ride a bus for an hour and a half without having to sit down and not have any problems without having any type of device. I need a device. I know my son who has ADHD needs a device. There's not a, you know... Uh, whatchamacallit, with that. Like, this just a long time. Yeah. Zane wants to interject here. Hold on. Talk about the time, uh, her first bus ride to after school, where she stayed on the bus, like, the whole trip. So, do you remember this story? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, the, we get her, pre, we get her in right the summer of her, uh, before she starts kindergarten. Right. So, we enroll her, Get her on to into the busing the busing program to go to after school care. Mm-hmm. We go to the school and like, what bus shit does she take to get up to after school? They don't know. They don't know shit because the in Huntsville the busing system is independent of the school right. or it's it's a different company. So they're like, we don't know this the bus routes any of that shit. I'm like motherfucker. So I finally figured out. I get her on the right bus. She doesn't know where to get off, and they don't get her off like they're supposed to. So she spends almost two hours on the bus. I get a call at like four or five saying, oh, can you come to the school? Kalia didn't get off on the right bus stop. I'm like, she is five years old. Of course she didn't. Why didn't you have someone helping her, like calling kids? And oh, so mad. So I, I took her over to the school. I'm like, this is where you're going to get off. And I guess I should have done it the first time. Well, but... hell, they should have done it. I mean, I, I, I didn't do that with Wesley, but. Yeah. I guess maybe because he was a little older and he's been on buses, he knew. But I didn't think to do that either because you would think, okay, they tell you exactly what the fuck to do. Remember this bus number. Remember to get off here. It. You would. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to help. No. Sometimes. 
I did like the after. I did like the actual care thing. It, it was. I mean, I have to say, it really wasn't that expensive. Like, to, you know, at minimum, it was at least two hundred dollars a month, and we we could afford it. But I was just like, oh, I'm whiny. I don't want to pay that much. But I must say, you lucked the fuck out. Do you want to talk about Mr. Martin and what an angel he is? Well, okay. So in that hour and a half bus ride that he had to take, he went to another. Went to um, an elementary school that also has a middle school in it. So it's K through eight. Right. And. Uh, I met Mr. Martin there. He was Wesley's after-school teacher. So because of my wonderful personality, and I just talked to every fucking body, I don't care. And the fact that he was a gay man. And well, I mean, I didn't know that at first, but... You are like I think I shit it out. Like, to shit with gay men. I must be. <laughs> I love them all. Um, You're a fruit fly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I'm a queer peer. Um... So we just would say hi and we would talk and it would just be, you know, just friendly banter. And he loved him some Wesley. Like, you know, even when Wesley was getting in trouble, Jen, he's just the best kid, but he did this today. And I'm like, well, he's not the best kid then. I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> well, but he's not he, like stabbing the teacher. No, no, he's not. But, you know, he's doing stuff he's not supposed to do. But Mr. Martin just, you know. Oh, but he's just so cute and he's so nice and na, na, na. and I'm like, because he's with you and not with me. Because that's what kids do, I think, is that when they're with their parent, they're completely different than when they're other people yeah. that are like parenting them, quote unquote, you know, taking care of them. But so we had him from second grade, well, all of second grade when he went to that first yeah. elementary school that I had him in. And I, I love Mr. Martin, but I hated the bus ride. That was, that was oh, so yeah. bad. So I did that major, uh, majority to, no, minority to majority transfer yep. and got him in a different school that had the after school program at the school. So all he would have to do is leave his classroom, walk to the cafeteria, and bam. Can I point out a, a little bit of uh, bullshit that I, is it funny to you? Funny? Did I did? No, uh, um, that the schools do. I want to I'm qu- in air quotes here. Uh, f- coincidental that it's the uh, poor schools that, that you and I were enrolling the kids in that yep. don't have the after school. Yep. They have to be bused to the richer schools for after school. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that bullshit. Yeah, you would think be the, well, not the other way around, but that they would all have after school there at that school. Or they would subsidize it for like the poorer families. Right. I'm like, fuck y'all. Yeah. So anyway. So, hour and a half ride. Yeah, I picked him to go to that one school, so that way it was close to my job, so it was easy for me to drop him off, go to work. Perfect. He gets to go to a bougie school. Mm -hmm. A lot of white kids. They get more money. I mean, it's just the way that the world is. And I didn't have Mr. Martin anymore, so I was like, you know, well, that kind of sucks because, you know, he was at that other school. And this is, you started him in the middle of the pandemic. So, he started at the new school. At Blossomwood, yeah. Yeah. So... It was the fall. I don't know of if the I can pandemic. say that school, but I did. Yeah, okay. Anyways, um, so his school now he started third grade in twenty twenty in August. Pandemic happened in March, yep. February, March of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and schools went virtual. Yeah, and so no after school programs. No after school. No school. It was horrible. What? Mama had to work because I'm a central worker. I have to really work. I have to like log every minute of my day so that work will let me work from home. And I can't take care of a kid, let alone 
fucking teacher kid. Nope. So Jason and his loveliness took Wesley for me. I would drop him off in the morning. He would hang out here. Um, and then I pick him up, and then yeah, that was just the summer though. That wasn't during school. It was in March. What did I do for March? I, I don't think... even fucking remember. Well, because you... I didn't get Mr. Martin till like July. Hmm. I don't remember. Maybe you did have him over here. I mean, I had him over here, but yeah, I don't remember. Well, well, y'all stayed home because y'all both had COVID for like a month. Well, that was, well, that was October. October. Yeah. 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 yeah we're talking about March. Yeah, I did. I remember watching him, but I, I mean, he was, was here. Summer. But yeah, who cares? Let's he might have to... just done his Zoom meetings here. I don't know what he did when he was with you. I figured TV time, just because you had to fucking work too. Yeah. But they were a little. Your work is a little more lenient, or a lot more lenient than yeah. my work is, where you could fix them lunch and you know, yeah. listen to their story and not have to be like, "I got to work. Go sit the fuck down." Yeah. Uh, like I would have to. I think if I remember correctly, I was just like, "Here's a gun, Kalia. Here's a knife, Wesley. Y'all go, go play. run in the middle of the street. Yeah, there's the biggest busy street over there. Go dodge the cars. Have fun. Yeah, that was exactly what happened. Come back at noon for lunch. Yep. Which they wouldn't even know what the fuck noon was, to be honest. Sure. But yeah, you know, but when neither, they got hungry, they would come. Back. <laughs> neither of them can tell time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had remembered Mr. Martin talking about having his own kind of after school himself instead of doing it with the school he was like well, i think i want to try it myself which makes sense you get more money you get more control you don't have to follow these people's rules you can make your own because some school rules are shitty and some just why yeah. you know why are they even there and then some should be a priority and they're not so mm-hmm. he decides so before we left yeah, maybe they were in school until summer. I can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, but you had him summertime, but I heard Mr. Martin was telling me that he was going to do this. So randomly in June, I asked him, are you still doing your own after school? A daycare, yeah. I think. Because this was summertime, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Daycare. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, any room for Wesley was a why? Of course. I love me some Wesley. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> Just because we're both so personable, you know, you got amazing personalities. Well, Wesley is, I mean, not Wesley. Uh, Wesley does have a good personality, but Mr. Martin is just the sweetest person oh, ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Mr. Martin took him for the summer, so that way I, because I felt bad asking you to watch him all the time. I know you said you didn't care, but I didn't want to look a gift course in the mouth, and I wanted to make sure that it didn't affect our friendship. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, enough is enough, yeah. and I didn't want that to happen. So I talked to Mr. Martin. He was like, yep, yeah, bring him in July, brought him in July. And then when school started in August, we were still virtual. Yep. And that. Mr. Martin would make sure he did his Zooms, would make sure he read, made sure he did everything he was supposed to do, and was a fucking godsend. Oh, my God. I can't work and then do schoolwork. Especially with a 10-year-old that doesn't want to do it with me mm-hmm. because me and Wesley can't read together. Nope. We can't, I can't teach him because I know what he can do and he knows that he can pretend he can't do it. And it's just fucking frustrating. I can't, I just, he's so good with everybody else and I'm good with other people's kids, say Kalia, yeah. but I'm not good with my own son. Yeah. There's that. There's some type of di- like division there that just says we suck 
trying to do this together. Yep. So Mr. Martin did everything for him. And it was a God. Oh, God. I love him for it. If I didn't have him in my life, I would... I don't know what I would have done, to be honest. And I'm not going to name prices here, but ridiculously cheap. Yeah. I mean, to the point where, like, how is he making... I, I think he gives you a discount. He does. Just, just because he's known... You've been one of his first clients and he, he loves West me so much. Yeah. But I'm like, you look the fuck out. I did. So, I'm like... who. Mr. Martin is just, and I've met him a few times because I pick up Wesley from school or from Mr. Martin's house or I drop him. I don't think I would drop him off. No, but, you'd pick him up some yeah. Fridays to help me out so I can yeah. come to the house and drink earlier. Um, <laughs> you know, gotta get booze. That's right. But he, uh, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. Yeah, what always amazed me about Mr. Martin though was how dedicated his kids. Like he now I just kind of gotten his daycare program or business going. He's probably got like 15, 20 kids now, doesn't he? What would yeah. you say? I would say that. But he is all about the kids. Yes. Like, I mean, there is, even if someone can't pay, he's like, bring them because he's just that kind hearted. Now, I will say, I, sorry, hit the microphone. <laughs> he, um, he did kick some kid, or uh, kid out because the mama was, showed up drunk, didn't they? Well, the, the, and unfortunately, that really hurt him because he didn't want to affect, he didn't want to, hurt the child and and you know because you kick the mom out then kick the kid out yeah but, but i mean like mama showed up drunk yeah mama showed up drunk and started speaking in tongues wesley said and she was telling them that they were all god's children and she was whispering it which is even scarier to a kid when you whisper <laughs> it to them instead of yell it at them that's how i frightened kalia i mean i frightened wesley a couple times just by going up behind him going hey baby and he's like ah that's but, a- but yeah, so like, he he has the biggest heart of anyone. Like, if I could saint him, I would. Oh my god, yeah. No, he. I I love kids. I don't. I don't love kids that much. I don't. Because not only does he have a daycare with twenty kids in his own personal house, mm-hmm. he's now fucking fostering five kids. Five kids. Yes. And what? Uh, an in, not an infant, but a baby. Nine month ba- old, I would say. Yeah, baby, baby, old, toddler. 10, 12, and 15. And one of them was autistic, if I remember correctly. Um, at one point, I think at least. They, I think the three oldest all have some type of oh temperamental problems. Yeah. He's um, going to heaven. The One of the middle ones, uh, we just started school. And he has already gotten in trouble because he choked out a kid. And As one does. Yeah, and Wesley was like, Mama, why did he do it? How did he do it? I'm like, it doesn't How matter. We're do not going to do it. <laughs> Don't listen to them. <laughs> they were bad. Like, you know. Come on, you, Joe Rogan. Other kids are, 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 are you know, doing things, and it's hard to try, try, try to tell your child, Don't do this. Yes, you saw it, but don't do it. It's like, ah. Yes, you saw this. Yes, it's effective and funny, but don't do it. Yeah, it's so hard. Because <laughs> Wesley wants to roast everybody right now. Mm. Like, roasting is this huge thing. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't know the line between roasting and hurting a motherfucker's feelings. Yeah. So he goes beyond. He's just cruel. Yes, he's very cruel. And apparently, he got in trouble with Mr. Martin's this week. I forgot to tell you this. Um, because him and a child with the name M, because Mr. Martin didn't want to tell me who it is, um, but M and Wesley were going, were roasting each other, quote unquote, and it just got to the point where 
M went to Mr. Martin and was like, I don't want to hang out with him anymore. I need Aww. to be separated. And I'm like, good for him yeah. telling Mr. Martin, bad on you for going to that point of hurting him because you think it's funny. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was like, baby, you can't roast until you're older. Yeah. That where you understand your words have consequences and that what you say affects people. Well, you can't part, take that shit back. Yeah. And it, like, I think, you know, they, they look at the celebrity roast and like, oh, they're just insulting them. But those people agree to be insulted. Right. They consent to it. You, you're you just bullying at this point. You're and you're just, not going to go above, like the people on the TV are not going to say that thing that goes above that line. Oh. Well, most of the time anyways. Um, <laughs> you know, what that person says, I can deal with. Yeah. They might have some off topic, like... Do not talk about this. Yeah. Like, mine would be, don't talk about my mama. Yeah. So, when I was growing up, your mama jokes, oh, my God, I almost got into so many fights. Did you choke a kid out? <laughs> you know what? Knowing my mind and my memory, I probably didn't just don't remember it. And I, was... <laughs> I could see Jennifer choking a little girl out. Go to sleep. Um, <laughs> she called my mama name. But, but, yeah, I was like, you can do, just just substitute, substitute mama for daddy. Like, you do your daddy all the time. I don't your daddy is as big as the planet, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about that. But I really took it personal and to heart when they talked about my mom. And my mom was like, they're just jokes. Don't take it personal. But you're my mom. Like, you're my world. Don't. I mean, I just. there, there I, There's no reasoning, really, behind it. I just really took offense to it. I know. And you treat her like crap, so I don't. Yeah, I mean, really <laughs> does, yes, but like that was just that was my trigger. You just yeah. you could talk about me. Even today, it's a trigger. I oh, I made an offhand comment joking about your mom. You're like, nope, don't nope, say it. Nope. Like, okay. I just I don't know. It it always is. I guess because my mom is my mom and my dad. Like she's yeah. my my parental figure. Yeah. And don't fuck with her because then I'll fuck you up. I mean. That's just what it is. <laughs> she, she punched you like a gay man in a gay bar where you lick her ear. <laughs> you were very lucky that day. I, uh, if you had punched me out, I would have so deserved it. I mean, but I wouldn't push you out because I know I'm not that strong. But that would have been. I would have tried to hurt you. <laughs> that would have been a good story, though. <laughs> you say that now, but you probably would have been pissed if I hit you. No, that I would have totally deserved it. I'm like, un- I, well, uh, unfortunately for you and Zane. I do things for the story a lot of times. Uh, I'm like, oh, I want to see where this goes just so I can get a good story out of it. Uh, and I'm like, I really shouldn't do this, but yeah. I do it because I want to see where it's going to go. But knowing you, I'd probably hurt my hand more yeah, than hurt you just because you're Meh. a bigger man and I'm a little girl. A little petite thing. Oh, well, so tiny. Tall. Teeny, tiny, skinny. I shop in the tall store. The, the tall part of Old Navy, not the petite. She has a waist size of 15 inches. It's horrible. Um... I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. Well, all right. So back to Mr. Back Martin. Back to Mr. Martin because we're getting drunk and off topic. Um, oh, I'm getting drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. You. I, I'm always amazed at Mr. Martin. I was like, I wish I. I'd say I wish I could be more like Mr. Martin, but I wouldn't want to be because no. like I don't. I don't love kids that much. No. I love my kids. I wouldn't want to be around that many kids all, all the day. time yeah i'd be and like he's so sweet that he even gives up his weekends yeah to help some moms and it's like no you need some you time and he's like 
But the kids are my me time. And his husband. Is, I mean. I, Zane wouldn't agree to that. No. Nope. If I loved kids that much and Zane, and I was like, oh, we're going to start a daycare. He'd be like, nope, I'm not going to be with you anymore. Right. Or we're going to start fostering kids while we run a daycare. Yeah. At one point, Mr. Martin Luke told me, because of my history with Wesley, he knew that I kind of knew the fostering system a little bit. He told me, well, I'm going to get two more kids. And I'm like, no, you're not. He was like, but why not, Jen? And I was like, because that's too much for you. You already have an infant, a toddler. And at that time, I think he had like a 12-year-old. But still, three kids is enough. He didn't You're listen. going to run yourself out ragged and, and wear out. Yeah. You can say no. Not words that I pretty much take to my heart sometimes, but I told him. You're pretty good at saying no to things. Eh. Especially um, for my husband. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Um, but not in a restaurant. Huh? I don't know. Just, just, oh, just okay. going on. But Sorry. so, like, um, uh, we're going to have to cut this. <laughs> 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 you fucked me up, Zay. Um, oh, saying no to things. You have good boundaries and he doesn't. Right, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Martin, you don't have good boundaries. <laughs> Gotta learn to say no. <laughs> I got Jennifer so tickled right now. <laughs> so anyways, Mr. Martin was trying to get more kids, and he told me the next morning I didn't do it, Jen. I was like, well, that's good for you. You do, you know, you have the right to say no. You can't run yourself ragged trying to take care of every single kid in the foster system. It's just not going to work. You can't take them all in. The ones you have... Take care of them first. Yeah, they just, yeah, you right. have to focus. And then the ones that you get paid for, take care of them too, like my son. Um, <laughs> please. Yes, please and thank you. But the other day, I came and picked up Wesley, and, and I'm t- talking to him like I do. I'm, you know, mommying him and like, where's your, la- where's your laptop? Where's your charger? Oh, I left my charger at school. Where, where, where was it? It was connected to the laptop. Well, why the, why couldn't you? Take the laptop and the charger at the same time and put it in your book bag. And Mr. Mark looks at me, and then he looks at his foster kid and was like, See? It's a valid question. Other parents ask the same question that she just did, and I have in the past. She parents like I parent. And that kind of made me... Like, oh, I'm doing somewhat right because another parent is doing the same thing that I'm doing, you know. And so it it validated my parenting skills, but also (laughs) helped him validate his Mm -hmm. with his foster kids. Because it's hard to foster. You don't know what they've been through. They're just thrown into your home. And then you have to, you know, like the kid, but try not to love the kid. Because then if you love them, they can get be taken away and you can get heartbroken. Well, and it's a whole. You can still love well, them. Well, I mean, but it's still heartbreaking for anybody, for the yeah, kid, for yeah. the parent, the grand, the foster parent. I mean, everybody. There's a thin line there. Yeah, you have to love them enough to be, able, but still be able to let them go. Right, and, and you can't be like Wesley's foster parents. I don't know who the fuck they were, yeah. but all they did was put that little fucker in front of a TV and say, "Here you go, watch whatever the fuck you want," and here's Burger King all the time, time because. I try, and oh, I'm the meanest person in the world because I discipline him. Yep, bitch. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I told him the other day, I was like, baby, yes, you missed that life because you got everything that you got, but could you read when mama got you? No, ma'am. 
I was like, I know you think I'm mean. And I am. I'm not going to lie. I am. But I'm doing it for a reason. I want you to grow in life. And of course he's tense. He's like, whatever, mom. You know, he's not really listening to me. But I think a little bit hopefully went in and maybe stayed there instead of went in one ear and out the other. But I try to tell him, you know, I all these other people, yeah, they were fun. They were nice. They were, you know, letting you do whatever the fuck you wanted to, but they weren't teaching you. Mama wants to let you have fun, but then also teach you. We're not going to have fun all the time. That's just life. You don't have fun all the time. But when we have fun, we have fun. Yeah. And that's what I want him to learn because that's not life. Life is not fun. Nope. Not in your house. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. No, you don't. That was a fucked up answer. Oh, I love you. No, I'm kidding. Um... No, you're doing fine. He's he's a fucking ten year old. What does he know? I I always wonder though if they would have figured it out had they actually adopted him. But who knows? Who knows? What do you mean? Well, I you know I kind of wonder about some foster parents. Like I don't you know like the mentality of I'm only going to have them for a couple of months. I don't know how long it's going to be. Here's a TV. I don't like. You know, even with Zayna, we've talked about changing over foster care as opposed to a pre-adopter placement. If we get a kid, okay, it's only going to be for a month. How much effort am I going to put? Am I going to put as much effort in getting him to read as I do with Kalia? If I know I'm only going to have her a month, right? So, like, how much do you invest? Yeah. So I kind of, I kind, not, I, I'm not justifying anything they did. I I think what they did to Wes, it was very fucked up. But I kind of wonder in the back of my head, I'm like. What would they have done if they actually had adopted him? Surely they wouldn't have let him continue to just not be able to read. But who knows? I mean... Who cares? Apparently the daughter, their biological daughter, could do everything. Like yeah. read, walk, talk, whatever, you know. It was was like, you know, it was their biological child, so they were okay with that. But yeah. with Wesley, I think he was probably in five. I think if I read the bio... The bio Correct. They had him from five to six. No, no, eight? five foster homes. Oh, okay, okay. So I think he was with that family for the longest, which was like two years, I think. Okay, that's a bit different. If I we had a kid for two years, I'd be like, motherfucker, you're going to learn to read. Well, because they also said they were going to adopt him. Yeah. That's but still, they didn't. Even if assholes. we, yeah, I mean, even if we were never going to adopt a kid and we had him for two years, right. I'd be like, motherfucker, you're going to read? Right. And all he talks about is the grandma that smokes, <laughs> the pool. <laughs> And a turtle going into a trash can. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to bring things up, but I, he talks all the fucking time. So I just let him talk. Wesley, talk? Oh my God, yes. And so sometimes some shit comes up and I'm like, what the fuck? Like the other day, like when I first got him, he talked about a fire and like coughing and then like all the kids was running out of the house. And I'm thinking biological family, but he doesn't remember. He just remembers the fire. Right. So it's like, are you making this shit up? Are you having a moment where you thought it happened, but it was part of a movie? Or did this shit really happen? And you really don't know with it being a foster kid because they don't go in depth. Like, this month this happened, this month this happened. It's just pretty much, you know, he was here for two years, he was here for two years, you know, he was well, here for a month, whatever. And, like, anything before six 
years of age, they kind they develop a kind of an amnesia for us. I don't really remember. So except yeah. for your husband, who remembers being two years old, yeah, which doesn't. Not. I don't understand how the fuck that works, but yeah, yeah. Oh, here I'm sure he'd be like, oh, I remember when I was breastfed. Oh, show that. <laughs> who knows? Ew. <laughs> you remember Mama's titty? Sucking titties? on my titty. Sucking on Mama's titty. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> I was. So I had my granddaughter in bed, like we were trying to get her to go to bed. So I was like holding her and she was kind of fussy. So I put her on my chest and I didn't have her shirt on. So she said they're like poking at my nipples. I'm like, no, get off grandpa's nipples. That's my job. <laughs> no milk coming out of them titties. <laughs> She was just poking and she was just nosy. Well, no, she was grabbing too. But was she trying with her mouth? No, because I wouldn't get, let her get near it. Okay. But she was like grabbing at them. I was like, oh, that made me feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, anyway, childcare. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know we've talked about me most of the time because you really haven't. I'd likely be here with you. Since yeah, you well, I did the after school care like you did. Right. Uh, well, it's only been a month. Yeah. I will say that I've looked into, like, since we're, we're back at school now, like, in person, um, but they haven't restarted that after-school labs thing that you and we've had Wesley and Kalia in, mm-hmm. but the, somehow we found out that uh, they had, like, they sent out, our school sent out an email saying, hey, we're having after-school tutoring for free please join us. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. From like two, cause they get out at two 30, I think it's like two 30 to four 30. They get a snack. They get to tutor. They get to play. I'm like, fuck yeah. Why wasn't this? I mean, like it would be great if it was till six 30, but I'll take what I can get. Right. I go over there. We enroll her in it. She starts going a weekend. I'm like, Oh, this is great. I went and talked to the directors as she, you know, I'm getting Kalia for something. I was like, Oh, this is so great. Why didn't y'all do this before? She's like, Oh, we've been doing it for about four years now. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, Oh yeah, we, I, we've only had like ever like 10 kids in it. I'm like, I never knew about it. I would have had her in this fucking shit. Like immediately had to know pre, well, I didn't have a pre-K, but yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? She's like, yeah, I guess they advertise it a bit more. Fucker. But I will say, now that we have Ayana, you know, I'm kind of looking at um, daycares and, oh my God, mm-hmm. shit is expensive. Yeah. I'm, I am incredibly fortunate that I, as a software developer, I can work from home. Right. And we're, our company is like keeping us working at home just because it's so, you know, with the Delta variant, I don't. Right. It's wishy-washy. It, yeah. Way. It's like you never yeah. know what happens where and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So it's like, you know. Okay, are we going to go back and have uh, another outbreak in the company? So if you can stay home, stay home. Yeah, and as a software developer, like if I want to choose to work from home, I can. So it's like it doesn't matter. Um, But it, uh, I'm just like I'm so lucky I don't have to get her childcare because I'm going to have to start watching – I'm going to have to start watching Ayana on my own pretty soon. So I'm, I'm, I am incredibly fortunate that I can work from home and watch, you know, a nine month old. So I love that. And I actually got to like have her, I, I did a, I don't have Zoom, but we do Microsoft Teams. So I turned on my camera and showed my team the baby. So showed your grandbaby. I showed my grandbaby. Um, so it's nice, but you know, in six months, 
when she, you know, when if if Kiki and Ayana move and Kalia move out, I got to help them figure out daycare because mm-hmm. it's going to be super expensive. I yeah. did so though. See, when I went to Low Mill, which is a for our listening audience, Low Mill is like kind of like an artist commune kind of thingy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I saw an ad for uh, Head Start, and it was like uh, at the YMCA, and it was super cheap for, it was like uh, six months to four years old. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, pre-pre-K. Right. So I'm like, shit. And since Kiki doesn't make much, I'm like, I'm going to sign her up for that. But the Y is so far away. I will drive her ass there. Okay. So. But why couldn't Kiki just drop off the baby in the morning? You have more grandpa... Grandbaby time. We might. We'll see how it works out. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're 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 going. I you never put work in front of your your babies. I sh- You're right. I'm not. I don't plan on that. But I also would. You know, if sh- if it's like a good Head Start program and they do some of their educational shit. Oh yeah. Then uh, that's what I would like. So. Yeah, I try to get Wesley to read to her, to the baby, because I'm like, you know, this is what should have been done to you. Yeah. Yeah, you should have been read to when you were a baby, but you know he wasn't. Yeah. And so. I try to make that a way for him to want to read, but Khalil will do it with me. Yeah. But Wesley will not. Yeah. Like he even he's he has a fear of even reading in front of a baby. True. So. But he'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, I for all the for all four of our listeners out there who have uh, children in daycare. Hi, mama. (laughs) Hi, mom. Uh, Sorry for all the cussing. my heart goes out to you for childcare expenses because oh, yeah. I it just it boggles in mind how expensive it is. And we live in a cheap city, like we don't live in a high cost city. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine living in like Connecticut or like California or New York or New York. Yeah, someplace expensive. I mean, when a one bedroom apartment is like three thousand dollars, yeah. Like how the fuck? How much does it take care of a two year old? You know? Yeah, I I just so our hats off to all of you because I don't know how you do it. So, um. Please don't move to Huntsville, though. We're having too many people move in. <laughs> We're having a population boom. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do, you, do you feel like that was a good... Um, I think that was a, a, a good time to segue. What do you think? Sure. Okay. Let's, come on, bad segues. Um, so now is my, my favorite time. Snack time. Snack time. What are we having for a snack, Jennifer? We are eating oatmeal raisin cookies that you made. And I can feel the love. Oh, they yeah. They are so yummy. That was the jizz, sorry. Oh, you oh, better yeah. die. <laughs> just kidding. I would kick your ass for real on That's that one. That's just the molly. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I don't remember. I, again, I think it was allrecipes.com, but I found a recipe, and I like it a lot. Zane, I really do. Yeah, Zane likes a lot, and our, our friends who are uh, listening to us, they enjoy a lot, too. So yummy. So, I think we got a bitch. A bitch? Yep, we sure did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you listen to our podcast or episode with our friend David, him and his husband have been uh, hanging around listening and yep. cackling at us and uh, signing weird things, trying to indicate that there's another uh, variant of the COVID <laughs> called Lambda. So, but yeah. Yeah, this is the, the oatmeal raisin cookies are one of the ones I usually make for, like for Christmas, I'll usually make a big batch of them, chocolate chip, and then there's a the pretzel cookies with the Rolos. Oh my god. Those things are I love crack. Those. Yeah. And the oatmeal I usually leave for Luis because yeah. those are his favorites. Yeah, our good friend Luis loves oh them. God. And so does Zane. Yeah. So Oh well, who cares about Zane? Oh. 
I want to make the pretzelillos. That's, that's the reason why we care about Zane. <laughs> the pretzelillos. I care about that, too. <laughs> that's why I make them. No, um, I'm not even a big fan of, of oatmeal raisin, and I even I like these. I mean, I like them. Yeah, They're really, really so. good. And I'll post the recipe on Instagram and Facebook and all that jazz. Um, make some cookies. Make some cookies, and whoever I, whoever posted the recipe, I appreciate it. You did yes. a great job, so thank you. Um, all right, it's time for story time. Story time. Now, I was looking at the notes. I forgot to look at the notes. Last time we did a solo episode, I think it was you. I mean, I told you I don't remember even doing a story time, so... So, but I have a... let you do one, because apparently you have a really, really good one. So, so I do. Jason's story time. Well, I, all right, so I have a small one. I have actually two, because I, right. I just remembered uh, I have a better, slightly longer one. Okay. But the, the shorter one was, as I was making the oatmeal raisin cookies, I grabbed the pan out of the oven. Well, no, that's not true. Let me back up. The cookies are baking in the oven. I've got the spatula, and I was messing around with Clea, and I was like popping around the booty, and I was like, ooh, and so I gave it to her, let her pop me on the booty, and we were kind of wrestling around and playing, and so I, was, I let her take it with her, and then I was like, okay, cookies are out, are done, come help me scoop them up. So I took the pan out of the oven, I put it on the counter, and I was like, okay, be careful, they're hot, or be careful, it's hot, and you can scoop the cookies up. First thing that little girl does, grab the pan with her bare hand. Mm-mm. And I'm like, girl, Mm-mm. you dumb little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see that having burned my own hand four or five times on spatulas I have pulled out of the fucking oven at 400 degrees, gotten third degree burns with. So, yeah, I've, I feel, Kalia, if you ever listen to this, I feel you. <laughs> You that was a dumb thing to do. Grandpa does it all the time, so, so you can't be really mad. I'm not mad. It it scared me because it was like oh shit. Because yeah. she just grabbed a hot ass pan, and I gave her a, a bag of like soybeans. I don't know what she did with it. It was probably like melted somewhere in the house to cool, like to to soothe the burning. I gave oh. her a bag of frozen peas or something like that, oh. and then I left. I don't, I don't know where the fuck they're at. They're probably like melted under the couch or some shit they like that. Could be. Find it later. Yeah, that's right. When the smell starts. That's right. Okay, so my, my other good story. You've heard this one, though. Um, so uh, I, think it was thir- I think it was Thursday night. I pick up Kalia. And I was like, hey, how was school? And uh, she's like, it was good. And I was like, how's Miss Brown, her teacher? And she was telling me that she was great. And she's like, well, there were some, the kids were acting bad in school today. I was like, oh, what happened? And she was like, oh, this little boy, this little kid in her class is awful. And he was... Like, I get stories of him hitting her and calling her ugly and making fun of her, making her cry. It was just like, Jesus Christ, who's this little boy? Right. Do I need to go break his kneecaps? That's what Mom, That's what Auntie Jay said. Yeah. And she was telling me about it, too. I was like, you want me to go get this little boy? Mm-hmm. I will. I will make it. And I mean, he might be five, but I got him. Yeah. Easy to hit that age. <laughs> um, but she was like, yeah, Miss Brown um, got so upset she cried. Cool. I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to send Miss Brown a message. So I, the school provides a little app, and I sent her a message. It was like, hey, Miss Brown, I heard the kids were rough today. I hope you're do- if you need anything, let me know. I get a message immediately. Can you please call me? Oh, shit. I think you were there for that. It so was, I, yeah. yeah, it was right after your MRI. So I call her, and she's like, Mr. Minter, I hope Clea, like, I hope she's not mad at me. She's been crying. She cried a couple of days at school today, or a couple of times at school today. I was like, 
what do you mean? She's like, well, anytime I like try and get her fuss at her for getting back on topic or not getting her homework out, she'll cry. And like, oh, don't worry about that. You can slap her if you want. I don't care. Um, oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, you don't tell a teacher that. <laughs> well. I do. Um, no, I probably shouldn't, but I do. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It, it was not that. Clea loves you, Miss Brown. Don't worry about that. She, um, Clea was just telling me that some of the kids were bad and that y- you had cried. And she's like, yeah, it was pretty rough. I'm like, Miss Brown, do I need to send a bottle of wine in Clea's backpack? She's <laughs> tomorrow at school. She's like, I don't think you can do that, Mr. Mentor. It's like, yeah. it'll just be our secret. Don't no. worry. <laughs> don't send the baby off with some wine. Don't do that to the baby. Oh, I, I kind of think I want to like package up, uh, like get a big cardboard box and pack it up with like packing peanuts so you can't tell what's in it. Leave uh-huh. it at the front desk with her and be like, open this after school. That's better than <laughs> having your granddaughter smuggle it's a not bottle. It's smuggling. Yes, it's just it taking. No, it's smuggling because she's hiding it. She wouldn't hide it. That little girl would take it out in the middle class. Miss Brown, here's your wine. But she's hiding it. Principal, the assistant principal, everybody that she walks to, to the towards the class with. So. Yeah. Smuggling. Smuggling. Don't she's not smuggling. She's that. She, there's no permanent record under the age of 18. She's fine. <laughs> I like the idea of leaving it at the front desk for the teacher more so than giving it to the baby to take yeah, to the school. Yeah, probably. She might hurt her back. Oh, yeah, Bottles should... are heavy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying everything I can to get you not to do that. Should I leave her a joint? I mean, that's light. <laughs> sneak this into class, Clea. Here's some gummies. Yes. Don't eat them, but give them to the teacher. Slip this to your teacher. No. Girl. It's just catnip. <laughs> oh. Have Wesley do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that experience. Yeah, but oh, that geez. would be to, to his teacher, not to Clea's, and then they go to oh, the school. Jesus. Good times, good times. So yeah, good times. those are my two. F- I I was thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck am I? I was like, oh, the burning hand. I'm like, no, the sneak in the wine and the teacher. That's because she was she was adamant. Oh yeah, the whole time back from the MRI to go get my car because I had to I had to drive I had you drive me because I took a Valium and they were like you can't drive. Fuck, I can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> Anyways, um, you picked me up from the MRI. Heckley in the car, and she's just talking the whole way, talking about that yep. little boy and what he does and how he hit her. And I'm like, you want me to get her for you, get him for you? She's like, no, today's fine. He's been expelled. And he was expelled from the school. He can't go there no more. I'm like, okay, good, whatever. Yeah. Just let the little kid talk to me. And, and then I call Miss Brown. I was like, oh, I heard he got expelled. No, no, he's not been expelled. I don't Half the shit Clea was saying, I was like, is she making this shit up? Yeah, the majority of the time while we're in the car, she's in the back talking, and then Jason's just telling me, she's lying. She's lying like I'm I mean, she... breath. Because they make up their own stories that they want to, and mm-hmm. they try to make it as dramatic as they possibly can. You know how they are. And it's just Lord. like, okay. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, baby, okay. Because I can listen to Kalia's stories and kind of interject, but Wesley talks. I'm just singing a song because I don't care what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> and it's just the weirdest thing how I... Yeah, it's not your you, kid. I, it's opposite. You can yeah. do that to Wesley. I can do that to Kalia, but we can't do it to each other's. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know how that is. I guess it's just being a parent. It's true. I, you know, with all the shit she bring, all the stories she comes home with, and I'm like, is this shit real? I get real worried because you know Mama Bear is over here is a big old smart ass 
And I say some things. I, not, I don't say like inappropriate. No, they're inappropriate. I say things like, I'd be like, Kalia, make sure you don't tell anybody Grandpa hits you. And you know, I'm totally yes. joking. No, and we talk about where how we hit you not to leave bruises. That's right. Right. And then you're scared that they're going to go back. My Grandpa hits me not to leave bruises. Oh, fuck. Yeah. DHR. Mm. You know, it's like fucking shit. Yeah. Or it could be like a David's story when you say son of a bitch and all they hear is the bitch and oh, my grandpa called you a bitch. Oh shit. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> Here's some wine. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the front desk. <laughs> Here's a joint. Love you. Oh Lord. Eat oh. the gummies when you're safe at home, yeah, tucked right. in your bed. Oh my God. So child care. Yay. No. <laughs> I mean, again, uh, I would not trade Mr. Martin for anybody. Yeah, he yeah. is the best, and I would I would be lost without him, to be honest. I, I, I would have Wesley with you majority of the time. Yeah, probably. And I, it, I think, in a way, it could ruin our relationship, and I love you too much for that to happen. So I'm glad we have Mr. Martin. I, I'm, I am glad we have Mr. Martin, too. Not because I didn't enjoy Wesley, but I, you know, it was like, I'm glad I get that break from him too, because right. I th- I think it not that it would have worn me out, but it you know it can kind of wear you out. Right. I mean, in one aspect, it was good for Clea to have somebody, but because they fight like brother and sister, on the other side of it, it's fucking stop tattling on each other. I don't give a fuck what he did or what she did. Just go play. Yeah. And it there's no you never know what day is going to be a good day or a bad day where they they're they can get together yep. and sit in the same room and not fight or when you have to separate them. So it's really hard to figure that one out. Yeah. Fucking kids. Yeah, fucking kids. Any of it any of the four people that are listening to the podcast at this Hi, point. <laughs> if you are a single person and don't have children, don't do it. No. Don't do it. Tie As your, a single mother. <laughs> tie your tubes. Unless you have a village. It's the only way you can do it. Or a billion dollars. Yes. Yeah. Which when Jace uh, when David dies I get his inheritance. Oh, so, that's right. You know. That's right. You said he's going to put you in the will. That's what I told him to do. Fuck yeah. Yes. Well, Miss Jennifer, we did it again. What? We finished an episode. Woo-hoo! We only got off topic a little bit. You did. <laughs> I did. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, um, for our four listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you don't like our podcast, just like we tell our kids when they complain that we won't buy them a the cell phone. Tough shit. Bye. Bye.